had our reasons for watching the Super Bowl yesterday. Maybe you were in for the game, the commercials, or even the food and beverages on the side. You answered it in our daily news poll. But a lot of you, I don't even think we had the option up for watching the relationship blossom between Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. But at the end of the game, watching that kiss at the end, if you're a fan of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, kind of felt like this. Peace up. Peace up. A-Town. And let's be honest, regardless of whether you're in a high-profile relationship or not, relationships ought to make you feel like you're screaming yeah every couple of seconds. CBS business analyst Jill Schlesinger joins us right now. So, Jill, it doesn't matter what kind of relationship you're in, high-profile, low-profile, whatever, one of the biggest issues that comes to relationships revolves around finances. I know. And it's terrible because what happens is sometimes we are not really fighting about money. Even when we're fighting about money, it's about something behind that. So listen, no matter what, let's use this moment of Valentine's week, our Super Bowl sweethearts, all these things to actually commit to one another that, hey, you know what? I need to talk to my partner about money in a way that doesn't just bring judgment. We talk about hey, why do we come to this relationship with certain feelings? And that helps you kind of take yourself off the hook, maybe help the other person explain why you're a little nutty about money. Of course, you've been together for years. You figure this out along the way. It's just a lot easier to articulate it on the way in than learning decades in the future. Oh, yeah, my wife, my husband, my partner is kind of nuts about money because that's how the family rolled. They were all crazy about money. <laughs> there we go. And and it comes along the, the time where there's new reports out about uh, relationships statistics. Folks are getting married older. They're having kids at older ages. And finances do contribute to that, uh, to those statistics, don't they? Absolutely. You know, think about this. Uh, Like our Super Bowl sweethearts are 34 years old. You know, they've been taking care of themselves for 15 years on their own, doing their own thing. And the same thing goes with all of us. As we get married later, if we are going to get married at all, we develop our habits. We have our systems. So now let's say you're 30 years old and, you know, maybe in a different era, you would have been getting married when you're 24, 25. Now you're getting married, you're 28, 32. And now you actually have to talk to somebody about, hey, here's how I've been managing my money. How have you been managing your money? Should we combine our assets? Should we not? I don't actually have a judgment on that. I I even have advice. Whatever works for you is the way you should proceed. But here's the important piece. Whatever you decide, make sure the other person understands what the system is, right? So if I say to you, hey, you take care of all the bill paying, you take care of all the investing, I got other things to do, fine. But I can't just abdicate my responsibility like that. I have to be able to say that I understand where the passwords are, where the communications are, who's the money manager. Like you have to be involved to at least understand the way that your spouse is managing the money on your the couple's behalf. There it is. Now, let's go back to a point that you made previously, folks who've been married for decades at a time, just suddenly learning about financial things that they might not have discussed at an earlier point in time. What's the best way to remediate that or get past Mm. that? Yeah, I mean, you, you're you going to hear uh, this week, you'll go online and there'll be all sorts of surveys about financial infidelity. It's such a drag. Um, now, this is also mostly because one partner is either ashamed or feeling a little weird about something and not telling the other partner because they know the other partner is going to be like freaking out. So the best thing to do is if you have some sort of little secret account sitting on the side, 
I think that's really bad. I think that's a very bad idea to keep that hidden because it's going to come back and haunt you. So I think you talk about things, you bring things up. You might have changed your mind about something. You might have said, you know what, honey, I loved when you managed the money when we had no money. But actually, I feel like incapacitated by the fact I don't know about this. And, you know, that can be very off-putting for the person who's been managing the money. Like, wait, you don't think I'm doing a good job? No, but I feel out of touch. And this is an incredibly important thing. You want to make sure both people feel comfortable with whatever system has been established. There we go. And if you're not comfortable having that kind of conversation, I mean, it, it, it looks to be like something that you probably shouldn't continue moving forward with in, in terms of a relationship, right? <laughs> well, or or you get professional help. Sometimes when I, when, okay, I was a financial planner a million years ago, and some people would say to me, this feels more like couples therapy than it does like financial planning, because it was good to have a third party who was sort of unbiased to say, hey, Joni, you wanted to do this. Joseph, you wanted to do this. How about if this is a game plan going forward? And it was always that this extra person. It's not like there's no judgment. It's just like we want to make it work. And if it really is bad, you can go beyond a financial planner. There are actually financial therapists and there are real therapists. So if money seems to be the issue, my guess is there's something else behind it that's more emotional than financial. There we go. And that couple's therapy makes for a great Valentine's Day gift. If you are along, if you're going along that path, I mean, come on, you might as well invest, folks. And I fully mean that pun entirely. Our business analyst from CBS, Jill Schlesinger, joining us this morning. Jill, thanks so much. Take care.